0: What's up everyone? Welcome to the 412th episode of the Pokémon Podcast. It's Super Effective. I'm your host SBJ. With me,
1: Greg. Hello. I have returned. Welcome. You're back. Will I am back.
2: Also back. Happy Pride. Um I have yeah. I, I have a few things to say. Oh, okay. If I may be uh, yeah, exactly. Is this going to be short but <laughs> it's, rough? It's not good. Right. It's like Two, two statements and a question. Okay. My number one statement: uh, I have now officially purchased Bioshock for the fifth time.
1: What? Why?
2: Because I started playing it on my Xbox One, and then I don't have my Xbox One in my house anymore. So I, I went on my PS4, and it had Bioshock for twelve dollars. So I was like, oh, you know it was what? Only twelve bucks. <laughs> Every time I buy it, it costs less. So
1: <laughs> Next, by the fi- by the eighteenth time, they're just giving you money.
2: my second statement um i just want to say thank you to everybody who has expressed support and concern for me and greg over the past couple of weeks thank you very much for checking very greatly appreciated and my third since this is a pokemon podcast i have a question for steve steve do you know what it means to pull someone's leg because yes? from context clues from last week, you don't.
0: I don't. Okay, I'm gonna be completely transparent with you guys. I can't even remember the last like 72 hours, more Yet. or less. La- more or less, the last episode of this podcast.
2: Because uh I think Al said something and then you said, Well, now you've pulled my leg and then you <laughs> like revealed some additional information and I was like, uh, no, Al didn't pull your leg at all.
1: Did and... you mean did you mean twisted your arm? <laughs> uh probably. Uh,
2: no, no, no. I think it was like like what is it like when you like reveal someone's secret? Like I, you know, if, if it was me, I'd say you spilled my tea. But that's it's like whatever. When you pull yeah, well, somebody's leg, it means you pull a prank on them. You, you trick yeah, yeah. them.
1: Yeah, no, I know that. The, spilling well, not, the tea, not according to last week's episode. <laughs> spilling the tea <laughs> is the better version of straight people spreading gossip. Where they go, oh, we'll twist my arm. Like, oh, make me tell you this. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah we yeah. don't have we don't have that guilt. We'll spill the tea I'm, at the I'm, drop of a hat. That's what we, that's what we live for in our genes. Pretty. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty good at getting my arm twisted.
1: Yeah, it doesn't take a lot.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm.
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, have I got something to tell y'all?
0: <laughs> oh boy, oh boy.
1: <laughs> I don't. Oh. Oh
0: boy. Well, we got a we got a loaded show. We there there was the release date for Armor of Isle June seventeenth. Or the Isle of Armor. Isle of Armor. Wait, what did I say? Armor of Isle. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Armored Isle. Armored Island. That's a, there's a giant turtle, That's what that is.
0: We got some uh, donation stuff to talk about. We have uh, a new board game coming out for Pokemon. We do? We do.
1: I didn't see this. What?
0: Oh, Oh, I got it in the news. I'm burying the lead. We got some Gigantamax stuff to talk about, some hidden ability starters. But first, before we get to all of that, huge shout out. To everyone who came through on Friday, this past Friday, personally, our show, our podcast, our, what I do content creation-wise also on Twitch, raised over $9,000 in, in eight hours for Color of Change. Uh, I tweeted about it. I let Discord know. I let Slack know. I let the Patreon backers know. Unfortunately that happened before the podcast, so now I'm letting you guys know on the podcast uh that donation thing is still open. So if you want to contribute towards it, it'll be open till Friday. It'll be in the show notes. But just shout out to everyone who came through for a good cause. I can't believe that our community raised $9,000 in a short amount of time. So that's all I got. I probably well, got I real emotional it because they're good people. <laughs> Yes. I probably got real emotional on stream about it.
1: It was... I was watching most of the stream. I did leave for a little bit because, you know, I have things that I have to do. But it it was incredibly emotional. Not even just being tangentially aligned with what was going on. Just to see... Like, you, you defo lowballed the first goal. <laughs> because the first goal was done in 30 minutes, right? Yeah. Like, just immediately. like, And it was incredible to watch just that level of support. And just people have been really awesome all just the last two weeks, just like Will said, checking in on us and making sure we're fine and, you know, amplifying things and just helping out. And that was just watching that happen on Friday was so... Incredible and just was great.
0: Shout out to Maddie and Greg and Irene helped with all that, and then uh, I I took Thursday off to set it all up for Friday, and there we go, it happened. So just a little behind the scenes, but thank you to everyone who uh, contributed. And like I said earlier, there was the the charity the charity goal is still open until Friday, June twelfth. So, if anyone listening to the podcast who doesn't use Slack or Discord or Twitch wanted to throw their name into that hat, another expression. Yes. That will <laughs> that link will be in the show notes.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Expression Cast, where we cover the origins of <laughs> expressions that you may know, but Steve probably said wrong. Correct.
0: Okay. Now, with all of that out of the way, mm. the launch date. Unveiled for part yeah. one of the Pokemon Sword Expansion Pass and Pokemon Shield Expansion Pass. This was on June 2nd. Today, the Pokemon Company International and Nintendo announced new details for the Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield Expansion Pass downloadable for the Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield video games. The first set of content, the Isle of Armor, will launch on June 17th, and the second, Crowned Tundra, launches this fall 2020. The expansion patch is purchasable in the Nintendo eShop. Newly discovered Pokemon, new Gigantamax forms, exclusive moves, and more revealed. Three, four minute trailer. Uh,
2: that's just about. Yeah, yeah. about. And yeah. it
0: showed both the Island of Armor and Cron Tundra. Okay, well, well, we'll talk about that. The Isle of Armor is the first new adventure unlocked by the expansion pass. It will take place on the Isle of Armor, an island of... uh. Off the Galar region, many Pokemon make this island their home, living freely amid the lush nature. The island is also home to a dojo for Pokemon battles. Players and their Pokemon will train hard to become stronger under Mustard, the master of this dojo. We got one new Pokemon in this trailer. We got Galarian Slowbro.
1: Yeah, with his pinchy Mega Man arm. They- oh,
0: that's what it is. It is Mega Man. Yeah. They are a poison psychic Pokemon,
1: which has never been done before, right? Yes, I believe this is our first.
2: I don't know. We got to be careful when we say these things because somebody always finds that one Rebombi <laughs> out there, and I'm like, wow boy, I can't believe I forgot that." Well, one.
0: actually, a Pokemon Colosseum with the Shadow Pokemon. Uh, okay, so a Shelder, bu- uh, a Shelder bite set off a chemical reaction with the species inside Galarian Slowpoke's body, causing Galarian Slowbro. To gain the poison type, the shelter latched onto Slowbro sometime unconsciously bites down harder and harder, bites down harder on Slowbro's arm, causing an itch that drives Slowbro <laughs> to start wildly swinging its arms and smashing its surroundings. With a speed that puts it that puts even the quickest reflex to shame, Slowbro readies its shelter and makes a poisonous liquid shoot from Shelter's tip. This shell side arm. A poison type special move may poison the target. The move will either inflict physical or special damage depending on which does more damage to the target. Ooh. Yeah, that's
1: wild. Very interesting. I'm going to say
0: it. I'm a bit disappointed of the trailer. I thought we were going to get at least one new Pokemon or another Galarian Pokemon we haven't seen before? I guess we Uh, haven't seen Slowbro, but we knew that Slowbro was coming. We
2: also hadn't seen any animation of Urshifu and the Fushnickens, or whatever their evolutions are. (laughs) No, we've seen (laughs) Cub-Fu. (laughs) <laughs> the his the evolutions, whatever whatever Urshifu turns into.
0: Oh Urshifu like fighting stance form and Urshifu and water. water. Wait, what's the baby? Oh,
2: is the baby Cub,
3: oh,
0: oh, cub, cub Fucking?
2: Okay, so that's what I meant. We saw Cub Fu and its yeah. evolutions. Anime. That's new.
1: I just I don't know that we're getting more galerin forms in this one.
0: Well, okay, so if the leaker didn't spoil everything, technically before Sword and Shield came out, we had no clue about Corsola. We had no clue about Daramooka, Daramaka, sorry. Whatever. We knew farfetch We knew Ponyta. What other Galarian Pokemon am I missing right now? Meowth. We didn't know about Meowth. Yeah, that was that was spoiled. And then in terms, obviously, Berserker. We knew Weezing. We knew Weezing. If they're doing the same approach where one of these will... Now, actually, now that I'm saying that, that would be really smart. Because they know no- that no one can spoil it. Yeah. So why show it? Right, so I take that back. I would be, I would actually be disappointed with the DLC if we didn't get like at least right. one more besides the slow poke.
1: Yeah, I mean they had already hinted to the to the slow poke and slow king. Like they've hinted to that, so it makes sense that they showed it. But I think there's probably, uh, I think, I hope, definitely hope that there's more hidden. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> I think otherwise...
0: I
2: think there will be. I, yeah, I, I especially because it's dlc yeah
0: yeah i think and, and and people people lose their minds over pokemon people were pretty pumped about corsola and Darumaka and stuff yeah um so i think that's like real. E- that's like a real easy uh what's the expression real real easy fish to shoot like shooting fish in a barrel. Shoot, fish in, fish a
3: barrel.
2: in a barrel. <laughs> it's a slam dunk. This is gonna be the most painful recording <laughs> ever.
1: It's like slam dunking fish into a barrel. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, now, um, this, this, the sword game has, uh, the boy? No, the girl. The pink what? hair girl. And the shield game has the psychic boy, right? They're oh, trainers. Both women, I thought. No, no. The, the psychic dude the psychic dude's a dude.
1: Yeah. Okay. Avery is Avery. Avery, although originally uh listed as non binary, is listed as he upon the website now. Yes. Uh Clara is listed as
0: Clara. She. Clara. So she is poison and he is psychic. And in the trailer yep. they show Avery's Pokemon Slowbro Dynamax, but is the conclusion I'm jumping to is they both have the Slowbro, right? Because yeah, I think they both <laughs> oh, have yeah. the Slowbro.
1: I think that was like the big hint that, like, if we had been reading between the lines, that would have made sense that the Slowbro is Psychic Poison because of because the two characters, and they both
0: show up with the Slowbro.
1: Yeah, they both show up with the slowbro. The
0: it was right in front of us the entire time.
1: It was there. and We didn't connect the dots.
2: I feel like I've left the, let the listeners down.
1: They were the real
0: Pokemon of the week.
2: <laughs> oh, no. No, that was Chatot.
0: Oh, right. Dunking a chat hot into a barrel of fish. A barrel of fish. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: Gigantamax Venusaur and Gigantamax Blastoise. The power of Gigantamaxing has made Venusaur's flower bloom so large that it covers the Pokemon's body. During battle, the Pokemon uses these petals as a shield and swings its two thick vines around to thrash the target. grass type attacks used by G- Gigantamax Venusaur will change to G-Max Vine Lash. G-Max Vine Lash doesn't al- just doesn't deal damage to the opponent, It will continue to deal damage for four turns to any Pokemon that isn't a Grass-type. That's exactly the same as Charizard's G-Max move, except Grass instead of Fire. Blastoise's shell has grown to match its body, and it boasts new extra-large cannons as well. Gigantamax Blastoise can adapt to different situations by using different combinations of its 31 various-sized cannons. Gigantamax Blastoids can also move the 12 large cannons surrounding its central cannon independently, letting it orient its attack in any direction, whether in the ground or sky. Water-type attacks used by G-Max Gigantamax Blastoids will change to G-Max Cannonade. Oh, it's like lemonade, but with the word cannon. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's, the same as, it's the same as the other ones. He figured it out. It does water type mo- damage. It's very hard for me to look at Gigantamax Blastoise and Gigantamax Venusaur and think these are significantly better than their mega evolutions. Yeah. They're really good.
1: I just wish, like, they had a better idea for Blastoise instead of, let's, we made big cannons before, let's make thousands of cannons. I know. It's just <laughs> it's like, like, all, all the cannons now. It's like, Could you maybe do something? Like, you gave Moltres... uh, Not Moltres. You gave Venusaur a terrible haircut. (laughs) It's a bad haircut. It's like a Beatles haircut, but worse. Do something more interesting for Blastoise than all the cannons that ever existed in the world. I know. I just don't think it's... uh, I mean, it will probably look really cool in battle. But I was sort of hoping it'd look more different than its mega form.
2: Yeah. I one thing I just like since the moves are kind of like all the same, it's more mm-hmm. it's just like a graphical change. Mhm. But I mean at least we finally got them, so all the Venusaur stands and Blastoise stands can Dynamax, Gigantamax, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get what they need.
1: So now the now all those Bulbasaur that I caught in those dens with hidden abilities, I can raise and make them gigantamaxes.
0: I mean Venusaur's already seeing a lot of competitive play. Yeah. Uh it's uh it's it's a fast pokemon. <laughs> I didn't realize how fast Venusaur was when the sun is up. Mm-hmm. What's its ah. ability? Yeah. Ability makes it, it it's ability, it's hidden ability like doubles its speed in the sun.
1: Yeah. It's is it, it's chlorophyll is it chlorophyll? Chlorophyll I I'm think. Thinking.
0: And then it makes it Yeah. I'll always remember that uh, you know? You think you think a giant grass frog would be pretty slow. And you think <laughs>
1: and normally it is, but when you- it gets the sun.
0: <laughs> when it doubles its speed in the sun, you go, Oh, my Arcanine has to be faster than this giant frog. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh mm. it's a toad. It's not a frog. Oh my bad. Like putting frogs in a basket. In uh, a
1: <laughs> basket. Uh yeah. So it doubles its speed. And its speed, honestly, Venusaur's speed is not terrible, like, I mean it starts at an 80 speed, so it's normal fo- its normal form is much slower than a lot of things but yeah, if you can get sun set up, 160 speed that toad's flying
2: yeah <laughs> well, and also the speed is kind of like in how it's whipping around all them pedals and stuff, yeah. it's not necessarily running around and doing stuff
1: it doesn't have to it's got its Beatles haircut, and it's going nowhere.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sure Venusaur will. Uh, I think Venusaur was already top ten used, or maybe top twenty used, but I'm sure it'll shoot up even more when it has a dedicated Gigantamax form. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it is going to dominate in a lot of ways. I think.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about the hidden abilities for the Gen Eight starters, but Cinderace went from
1: Cinderace.
2: Cinderace, thank
0: you. Maybe top 100 to number one in less than a week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I mean, that ability is so good. Yeah, it is.
2: But it's like, when are we going to get a grass type that has that ability? Because now we've got a water type that does and a fire type that does.
1: Jen, yeah, I, wait till Gen 9. I have a candidate.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, it has to be a starter. So, unless <laughs> when yeah, we get I have get a to- candidate. When we get to Canada, we get a Roserade starter. A little buddy starter. Yeah. Oh, so cute.
0: So cute. Legendary Pokemon Urshifu's exclusive moves. The legendary Pokemon Urshifu has two forms, single strike style and rapid strike style. Each form can learn different moves and G-Max moves. A single strike style, style Urshifu that has followed the path of darkness Oh. Mm. Uh, can unleash a single severe blow A signature move called Wicked Blow
1: It's <laughs> a wicked blow
0: this move, has, this move will always result in a critical hit Allowing Urshifu to attack While ignoring the target's stat changes A rapid strike style Urshifu That has followed the path of water Can unleash a flowing three hit combo A signature move known as Surging Strikes The move will always result in a critical hit, allowing... Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Allowing Urshifu to attack while ignoring the stat changes.
1: It's the same move. It's just one burst or three. Yeah. I mean, the three is handy for Focus Sash.
2: Or Mimikyu.
1: Or Mimikyu or uh, Ice Kune.
2: Although, actually, a fighting-type move wouldn't hit Mimikyu. so there you go well it's not so good is
1: it but i mean is it fighting or is it water oh the true. three, one. three one, is I, the water I, one i feel like wicked blow is gonna be a dark type move yeah and surging strikes will be a water type move so if, Just, if it is
2: water type then it is yeah. okay against Mimikyu.
0: unseen fist is the new ability introduced in these expansions and one that Only single-strike Urshifu and rapid-strike Urshifu possess. For now. This ability lets Pokemon deal damage when it attacks with moves that make direct contact, even if the target defends itself by using a move like Protect. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Get wrecked. (laughs) This This is a huge thing.
2: I long for the days when Protect used to mean something.
0: They can't. These cannot be put into actual VGC, right? These seem really good. Oh uh, well, I mean, if they're
2: legendaries, then probably yeah. not. Yeah, I
1: don't. I I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna categorize them.
0: The only one legendary that's a two legendaries that are allowed right now are Type Null and Savali. I think that's and it. all the
2: rest of them are Dex filler.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, the only term. other legendaries are. Zashi and, and Zamazenta and their band.
1: The, the, that ability means, you know, the, the practice of protecting to scout what they have is not possible if Urshifu is on the field. Do you, you I mean, having watched these, since I don't know competitive, you can usually guess who is going to protect to scout. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they will because maybe they want to put the threat. Of scouting make that more dangerous. I don't know. Dark type
0: attacks used by single strike style gi- single strike <laughs> style gigantamax Urshifu will change to G Max one blow. Moving on. Water type attacks <laughs> used by rapid st- st- strike style gigantamax Urshifu will change to G Max Rapid Flow. G Max One Blow and G Max Rapid Flow can deal damage even if the target defends itself by using Max Guard or Protect.
1: Isn't the Max Guard one the important one? Yeah, because Max Guard will block anything. will block everything. But Protect, if you used a G Max move or a Dynamax move on a Protect, it still did damage, right?
0: It, yeah, it'll do chip damage unless crazy boost or they're like four times a week. You can maybe break through a Protect. But otherwise, Protect will, um, it will prevent most of the G-Max or Dynamax move, usually.
1: So, yeah, this, I mean, boy, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they could have been watching over the last seven months or so and said, you know, we really need something to threaten the Protection and the Max Guard, and they may put them in. I, don't, I, I mean, it's, yeah. I don't know.
2: It's just like protect is such a key element of the strategy in in competitive VGC. Like to completely obliterate it. Well, then again, I mean, like they they really yeah, went after trick room they and went after all trick the room. other stuff. Yeah,
1: and, and we don't know their stats, right? We don't know that they will have the stats to make that worth it.
0: Yeah, we also don't know their move pool. I mean, yeah, these, and we don't
1: know the move pool.
0: These specific moves. Ignore protect, but...
2: And there are other moves that ignore protect, so it's not
0: like this is completely unheard of. Well, sorry, of. their abilities... Well, yeah. their ability makes all their moves ignore protect, I guess. And- never mind.
1: Well, provided it makes direct contact. That's an important part. So they could only have a few direct contact moves. Like, we, the move pool will really tell us exactly how viable they are.
0: Okay, they showed some other stuff in the Island of Armor trailer, or I guess it was a trailer for both, but they showed uh, Tutor moves. Completely new Tutor moves will be available on the Island of Armor. Trainers can have their Pokemon learn them in the exchange of Armorite or a substance that can be found on the Isle of Armor through Max Raids and other
1: means.
2: Another currency. Another currency.
1: Yet another currency.
0: Uh, So max raids and other means, which probably just means do max raids Yeah, and maybe once every three months we'll give you uh, a couple through mystery gift,
2: <laughs> maybe through camping,
0: maybe burning jealousy is a new fire type move that can be taught with this, ex- these expansions when it hits, it will deal damage to all opposing Pokemon and burn all opposing Pokemon that have their stats boosted in that turn. Hmm. Grassy Glide is a new grass-type move that can be taught during these expansion. This move has a high priority when used on grassy terrain.
2: That what? one doesn't sound as good. No, There's that's not exciting.
0: No water move they talked water. about here, but I'm sure there probably will be one. Maybe not. I don't know. Max Soup. Max Soup is a special dish made from rare ingredients that you can gather on the island of armor.
1: <laughs> Max Soup is such a stupid...
3: If yes.
0: a Pokémon with great <laughs> hidden potential drinks max soup, I don't know what, I don't know if that actually means anything. If a Pokémon with great hidden potential drinks max soup, it will become a special Pokémon capable of Gigantamaxing.
1: I think what they're saying is the hidden potential since not every Pokémon can Gigantamax or has a Gigantamax form, oh. that's the hidden potential. Oh, I see. Yeah,
2: so so you can convert a regular pokemon to a gigantamax one by feeding it the soup
0: but only but they're saying like pikachu has great hidden potential but yeah. uh chikorita does not have does great not. hidden potential and never not, not never, never, had, <laughs> never never did, did actually never will but it's
2: like for me it's like every time <laughs> i've done a gigantamax garbodor raid i like don't catch the garbodor Mm. So I can just take my regular Garbodor and just give it some soup and finally have that <laughs> sweet Gigantamax Garbodor.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, you know, didn't want to go on eBay and pay $1.99 yeah. for a square, shiny, legit, ultra Charizard holding four Master Balls, 500 sold, and you already <laughs> had a shiny, <laughs> you already had a shiny Charizard, you could give it the soup And you just saved yourself $1.99.
1: Yeah. Easy peasy. I mean, I, okay. True talk. If I sat down and there were dark clouds swirling around my soup bowl, I would not eat that soup.
2: Well, you're just lacking in imagination.
1: Nothing good (laughs) comes from dark red clouds that are swirling around your soup.
2: You just have to, like, learn to accept the dark mysteries of the universe and (laughs) allow them into your soul.
0: It also says some Pokemon that trainers are already traveling with may gain the ability to Gigantamax. I don't know if there's, like, some other hidden layer. And the only reason I say that, and maybe I'm taking, maybe I'm digging, maybe I'm going with my tinfoil hat. I believe that's a theory. Tinfoil hat expression. <laughs> oh, this is... No. So, so, with... Um, so, if if you look at, like, an item that has existed in the past, like, uh, golden bottle caps, or just bottle caps in general, you do have to get your Pokemon to level 100. And because... Again, this is just a tinfoil hat theory. I don't really care if this is true or not. I'm not hanging my... I'm not hanging my hat on this. You're not um, hanging
1: your tinfoil hat on on your conspiracy theory?
0: But... I wouldn't be surprised if they would require you to have, like, max friendship with a Pokemon, which you would do through curry in order for it to have the max soup. Because if they're saying, like, oh, we want you to give the soup to your starter, if you were just to play the whole game with your starter just by having the starter in your party doing all those battles, by the end of that game... You could do no cooking, and your starter's going to have max friendship value because of the, you know, twenty to forty hours you put in with your starter from start to finish. And we do know that they limit bottle cap uses by level one hundred. So if they want to give the trainer a reason to care about friendship, hmm. instead of just shiny hunting that garboider and then taking it directly and pouring soup down its mouth, hey, maybe you should, uh, you know waggle a little uh feather in front of its face for a couple <laughs> minutes probably not uh maybe
1: maybe See, just- i read i read that sentence in a completely different way i read that some pokemon you've already been traveling with may be able to gain the ability to gigantamax hinting that they're releasing more Gigantamax forms
2: that's exactly what i that how i heard it it was like oh uh, i was talking was, more about
0: the first sentence but oh which was if a Pokemon with great hidden potential drinks the soup. But mm. uh yeah, I mean uh, but that that makes sense too. Uh, some Pokemon traveling may also gain the ability to Gigantamax. I would assume like the Sinistee would be one. Or Pulti guys, I'm sorry.
1: Give the T the move scald. How did you miss that? How? <laughs> How? How is that not a thing? I do it's not, not a understand water type. A lot of non-water types get scald. It's tea.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll see how hard it is to do this. How many ingredients or whatever you need. I got two million watts. So if they, they need somebody, if, if it involves <laughs> buying some random roll from two dudes standing there, I got a turbo controller and two million watts ready to buy.
2: I wish I wasn't so low on watts. I guess I got to just go after those little glowy
0: dudes.
1: Yeah, I'm at like... 700,000, I think. I'm at a lot.
0: Pretty, oh, sorry. We didn't get to the best part. I saved the best part for last for the Island of Armor. Cram-O-Matic. Ugh. What, yeah, what is this thing? The this, dojo this on, nightmare. <laughs> the dojo on the Island of Armor houses a unique take on recycling in the form of a device called the Cram-O-Matic. If a player feeds it four items, it will combine them. And give them out in exchange for a new item. Hopefully it accepts a witch dreams because I don't need that many slur puffs in my life.
2: This is just like Monster Hunter all over again with the amulets or the talismans. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was. And it's like, you're just going to be throwing them in there and getting out whatever random. And you know what you're going to do with that random one? Combine it with three other things and throw it back in because you got to keep trying until you get the one you want.
0: Trainers can receive a variety of items, including Pokeballs, PP Ups, and more. Some combinations might even produce rarer items. So that's it. We don't know what the cram does. I think this is where people suggested that it might produce, like, friend balls or love balls. Oh. Ooh, the apricorns?
2: Apric- ap- those balls?
0: Yes. And if it's anything like the Champion Cup. <laughs> Good luck. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll produce them very easily. Maybe it's what? I don't know. I don't even know what, what combination would it be. Like one whip dream, three luxury balls? Like <laughs> what am I throwing in to get the... What is... Cons- oh, we,
2: we'll never know. I mean, it, it's not until it's out. So, yes, we will know in a week, but... <laughs>
0: What was? What's like an incredibly rare... Like, What happens if you throw in a golden bottle cap? Can you throw in a golden bottle cap? That's probably the rarest item, right? What's rarer than a golden bottle cap? Master Ball. There you go. You mean I'm the Master Ball? You mean the four master, master Balls, balls I get with my
1: years. Charizard? <laughs> uh-huh. When you buy your eBay Charizard, yeah. Throw four Master Balls in there and you'll get the Ultra Shiny Master Ball. The Ultra Shiny Master Ball will turn any Pokemon you catch with that Master Ball... Into an ultra shine. Stop.
0: There's probably one six-year-old listening to this, thinking that that this is real.
1: <laughs> you heard it here first. When it's true. When it's true. Put my name up in lights.
0: So excited that Cramorant got a lot of love. They could have released it like chatot and then forgot about it.
1: Then- here's the bigger. Here's the bigger question. Are you going to make? a cram of your own, because it's just <laughs> a gas can and a rice cooker, a vacuum hose. Like, you could do this at home. Do this on stream. Make your own cram All of these things can be picked up at your local hardware store.
0: Hardware store selling rice cookers now? Yes. Uh, Ace Hardware would, yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: No, it's not a bad thought process.
1: <laughs> I, look, I'm giving you content for free. We're getting new backgrounds. Did you talk about the new backgrounds?
0: Uh, you know it wasn't in the,
1: for what? Wasn't in the for press release. IPhone? It's on the website.
0: Yeah, I know. Well they already yeah, well they announced that. That was only like new new. But yeah, new uh, new trainer card backgrounds. I mean I know they're not gonna do it, but I wish the trainer card had more information shown. Like I wish on the, the trainer card on yeah. the back said how many like maybe how many like trainer battles you've done. Uh how many times you've beaten the champion cup, how many eggs you've hatched?
1: All the eggs. How
0: many raids you've done? That would be a really cool statistic. But I I'm sh- sh- maybe the game doesn't
1: The game keeps track.
0: I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure the game keeps tr- I'm sure the Pokemon company knows exactly how many raids are done.
1: <laughs> yes, the game keep- the game keeps track. Let's be honest.
0: Before we talk about the Crown Tundra though, and we'll probably take a break before we do that. This doesn't seem like a particularly big TLC.
2: You have no idea
0: yet.
3: <laughs>
2: from a three-minute trailer, you can't tell. There could be up to seven hours worth
3: of content.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: from a, a, a three-minute trailer... From a three minute trailer, 90 seconds dedicated to what we're going to see in a week, I have heard other people voice this that, you know, they're worried that this is going to be pretty. What we saw is literally it. You know, you see the two towers on the beach, which is down the street from a dojo, which is next to the wild area. And that could be it. And I don't know what people want out of a DLC that in this case, makes their $15 worth it. Now, I can—I hate saying, like, oh, it doesn't matter what they give me in the DLC, I will get my $15 out of it, because it sounds like I'm just this, I'll take anything the Pokemon company throws at me and I'll like it kind of (laughs) person. You're a stooge.
1: Right. You're a stooge is what you is. But the Pokemon
0: Company has thrown things at me that I haven't liked in the past. Like, you know, when Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire came out, we barely covered that game because I just wasn't having fun with it at the time. Rude. But the position I'm at now with Sword and Shield is I have 670 hours in Sword and Shield. I, I, I love the heck out of these games. So for an extra $15, even if it's disappointing, even if everything we read in the last 40 minutes is all that we're getting. I think, to me, that's worth the $15 because I'm still, at the end of the day, going to be able to get new Pokemon, specifically Kubfu and Urshifu and, and Slowbro. Well, I guess, technically, I don't have to pay the $15 for that. I could theoretically not pay and trade somebody for those. Mm-hmm. And I get, the, I get the enjoyment of there's a new Pokedex. There's the Island of Armor Pokedex. And I can catch 100 new Pokemon in these games. And to me, that is, that is enjoyment. I like filling a Pokedex. Even though I have all of this Pokemon in Pokemon Home, and I have probably many duplicates of it in, in, in it, and I could probably just move these Pokemon over and fill the decks instantly and get whatever the reward is, if there is a reward for completing the decks. I like walking around the aisle, wild area, catching the Pokemon, marking it off my checklist, I like filling out checklists. I like collecting those <laughs> up. This
2: is this is well documented yes. in this program.
1: Yes, it is.
0: But I am, even though I'm going, uh, even though like it's fifteen bucks for this one, and even though it seems lackluster in the press release and in the trailer, I I, I hope there's more to it. But if there's not, I think I can get the fifteen dollars out of it because I have probably had worst. Me, I have had, I've definitely had $15 down the drain by ordering something at Five Guys (laughs) and being extremely disappointed. And that experience lasts...
2: every trip to Five Guys. That experience
0: lasts like eight minutes of like a burger, fries, a drink is like 16 bucks. And if that meal sucks, that meal sucks. But I, I know for sure catching 100 Pokemon in this game will probably be, for me, five to six hours. And I'm still going to be, I still have old stuff to do, and like I still, there's still Pokemon I want to hunt, there's still marks I want to hunt, there's still things I want to collect, and I'm assuming the story in this game is probably going to be two hours or three hours maybe. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm coming from with my 15 bucks, but I don't know if you guys saw it any different.
1: Uh, If they don't fix the texture of the trees, it'll be wasted. (laughs) And so far in the trailer, I don't think that's happened. Uh it depends on how large these areas actually feel. If I f- th- that will determine how I feel if I got my 15 dollars worth. Like the pictures that they're showing, it looks very expansive and like exciting to explore, but if it's if in reality it's it it is just very tiny and everything's really compacted, then I'm going to feel like okay, this wasn't that great. I hope that the storyline with the dojo is interesting, and it's not just, "Hey, open this up, come fight that would like if there's just no story at all around mustard or the dojo or why they made this ugly vacuum like if there's just if it's just a bunch of things they wanted to put in the game that aren't well connected, then I would be disappointed in it. But if it has a good story, if it feels great to explore it. I, I'm not that overly thrilled about catching Pokemon that I literally do have in home and I can just transfer in. Um, it'll still it'll give me something to do, but that doesn't hold my attention for very long. Uh, so I'm just hoping that the storyline is good. It feels expansive enough that I feel like I'm actually exploring a new part of the world and not just a tiny island that feels tacked on.
2: I just feel like Island of Armor is going to be... Very oriented around opening up competitive and battling and giving people more resources to be able to develop, you know, their Pokemon into competitive ready, you know, VGC to some level teams and everything. And probably won't be so expansive because the amount of work and labor you're going to be putting in is to create competitive Pokemon, right? So less spacious and more like function. Um, I, I don't know how much story they, they would need to have around that, like, to unlock all of these different <laughs> yeah. areas that are going to make it so that you can develop more po- competitive Pokémon. And, you know, like, like you, you want to think of things, like, in pieces of, you know, if they are giving you now the ability to turn any Pokémon into a Gigantamax Pokémon versus one that you had to catch in a raid... That, you know, that's like a very clear indication of like, do your competitive breeding for the one that you want to be your Gigantamax Pokemon on your team and then convert it to a Gigantamax Pokemon, you know, after you've done all your breeding and EV, IV training, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then uh, the frozen, whatever that thing Front is, tundra. Uh, that Tundra yeah. is, that's going to be the more expansive open area roam around. You know, raid, find, encounter, um, and you know. So uh, that's that's my expectation. If I see that, uh, it'll be enough for me. I mean, fifteen dollars. I just spent twelve dollars on a game that I bought <laughs> for the fifth <laughs> time now. You know, this is it's new content your, of some level way.
1: Your Bioshock is my Final Fantasy Tactics. I have bought that game. I pretty sure fifteen times.
2: <sighs> so weird. What? No, it's like, why do we keep buying I, these yeah. things that we've already because fully played? Because it's a
1: good game, and I always think, oh, I can now play it on my phone. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a new experience for me. I'll play that game again.
0: Three bullet points here that aren't new Gigantamax Pokemon or new Pokemon or new Legendaries are the Tudor Moves, which is competitive, Max Soup, competitive, and Cramomatic, which
2: it's going to sp- give you if stuff if it's giving for competitive.
0: you it, it says it's giving pokeballs pp ups and more i mean pp ups is competitive you want to have max pp ups so i don't maybe that's why people when when people express that oh this dlc looks shallow or this dlc looks very disappointing to what is coming are those people i would be i'd be curious if those those people still expressing expressing like oh i might be disappointed with this are, do they not care about competitive? Um, because yeah, no,
2: I, I think that's exactly it, right? So those people. What 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 is also sad is that those people may be lost to the subsequent DLC, which would be more in their interest.
0: I mean, it was kind of like the 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 Zelda DLC. The first one, people were like, "Oh, it's kind of not great," but then everyone like loved the second
1: one. I hope that doesn't happen here. I would like both of them to be great. Exactly. I mean,
0: it could be great if you love competitive, but if you don't love competitive, well, yeah. then right, it's, it feels like it's not. Like universally it's not great. Yeah, but that's uh,
1: well, that's why I'm hoping that they are making competitive easier, but also balancing it out with some other things for people who don't do competitive. Like I'm hoping that at least part of their mind was, we need to also make this fun and accessible for people who don't want to do competitive. Right, well,
0: that's why you have the story and that's why you have catching Pokemon. It's just, is that going to be enough?
1: I just hope that the balance is good.
0: All right, well, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, go through the Crown Tundra, although there's not as detailed as uh, what we just talked about. But we will be right back. But I
3: thought I'd bring a bit of my own culture to the podcast. (laughs) Okay, all right. So please excuse me if this is dreadful. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who the question of the week when, when i wake up well i know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the man who answers the question of the week then i feel like i can't go 500 miles i can't go to edinburgh legally i can't go 500 miles so
0: come out. Alright, we don't have to spend too much time on this since we have probably five months before it comes out. <laughs> we have plenty of time to circle back to it. Uh, but the trailer also did show the second area unlocked by the Expansion Pass is the snow-swept realm of the Crown Tundra. In this frigid yet beautiful landscape uh, with its ja- jagged winter mountains and shining silvery l- s- landscape, people live in a small community where they sport and rely on one another. A man named Peony. That's
2: Peony, like the flower. Oh,
0: Peony will appoint the player as the leader of his exploration team in the Crown Tundra, and will task them to investigate reaches of this frozen land. Players will uh, be able to explore the depths of raid dens seen during max raid battles. What's more, it seems that several previously unseen legendary Pokemon make Crown Tundra their home. All right. Confirmation that Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres are in Galarian form. I think it was very obvious, (laughs) but technically the Pokemon company didn't say that they were Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos until now. Uh, But the legendary Pokemon bearing a strong resemblance to Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres have been spotted in the Crown Tundra. These Pokemon seem to bear Ice-type, Electric-type, and Fire-type characteristics. Heuristics, respectively, and thought to be the same Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, seen in other regions. Recent gathered data reported sightings and other sources about these Pokemon have bolstered. They are, in fact, distin- distinct variants.
2: Ah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So we have Galarian Articuno, which is known as the Cruel Pokemon. It is psychic flying with the ability Competitive. Wait, no more ice. No, no more ice. ice.
1: Oh. I I love the V for Vendetta look of. Ar- I already loved Articuno, and this one just hits me where I live. It's so good.
2: I mean, we all agree that out of the birds, Articuno is the best bird.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah yes. But not in this trio. What? Chocobo. Mm, here here we go with the. Okay. Contra-, contra. Chocobo. Zapdos. Zapdos. We'll we'll check back in after we get through how great Articuno is here. Uh,
0: I also think that these are literally designed for competitive based off their abilities and their typings and whatever. Uh These are definitely going to be VGC. Once every several decades, this Pokemon appears in the Crown Tundra. Galarian Articuno's signature move, move Freezing Glare, is a psychic-type move in which a Pokemon attacks by firing psychic powers from both eyes. This may result in leaving the target frozen.
1: So wild. I love it.
0: Uh, Galarian Zapdos, which is the strong leg Pokemon. It is fighting, flying. It has the ability Defiant. Uh, Once every several decades, this Pokemon appears in the Crown Tundra. Galarian Zapdos' signature move, Thunderous Kick, is a fighting-type physical move that overwhelms the target with lightning-like movement before delivering the kick. This will lower the target's defense stat. And finally Galarian Moltres the Malvelent v- mal- vel- 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 p- the Malvelent Pokémon. It's dark flying with the ability Berserk. Uh once every several decades this Pokémon will appear in the Crown Tundra. Galarian Moltres' signature move Fiery Wrath is a dark type special move which transform which the Pokémon transforms its wrath into a fire-like aura to attack. This may cause the opposing Pokemon to flinch. Those are the Galarian versions of your birds. They also reveal two new legendary Pokemon, Regidrago and Regieleki. That's
1: so bad. I, hate it's,
0: I think it's Regieleki.
1: Yeah, I think it's Regieleki.
0: Regieleki.
1: Eleki? Yeah. Eleki. Like
2: electricity Eleki.
1: Like Elekid. But bad. But you drop. But you drop. But worse. Okay. Reggie so, you know
2: what? Th- thank you for saying that because that just brought to mind that I just quick note. They really missed out on the opportunity to have a Galeran form Elekid that had a different plug. Okay, go on. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. <laughs> well, maybe it, maybe that's hidden in the Isle of Armor.
0: Reggie Eliki absorbs electrons to live. They could have done like Reggie Volt, <laughs> Reggie Bolt. <laughs> Reggie shock. No, Reggie because hap- all,
2: all the Reggies, like their name is like the, their type.
0: Yeah. yeah. Reggie Reg-
2: Reg- right?
0: ice. Reggie ice. Reggie ice. Reggie rock. Reggie steel. Reggie steel.
1: Yeah.
2: So they're Reg- all types. Reggie giggles. Reggie giggles is made out of
1: laughter. <laughs> is made out of laughter and joy. Yeah, you're not wrong. But
0: they've used the words bolt and shock and volt. Patterns. You
2: have it, to stay with the patterns. But
0: this isn't a pattern. This is just it's bad electric. naming. But it's not electric because electric head doesn't have a K in it.
2: N- maybe <laughs> not the way you spell it.
1: Yeah, but so, this is the Glarin. You know the English spell everything different. They add U's where they don't belong. It's, yeah, they yeah. throw wait. in K's when you're not expecting it. aluminum
0: Reggie. Regi-aluminium. Yeah, it's, it's
1: wild over there.
0: I understand that when they name these Pokemon, specifically legendary Pokemon, they name them with the, the thought process of they're going to be similar in every language. And for the most part that's true minus like the, the Tapus and minus Articuno Moltres Zapdos. It just seems like a very hard name to say. Like it doesn't roll off the tongue. It, it, Reggie it,
2: Eliki, it's as easy to say as Melikalikimaka I don't know yeah, what your is. Yeah, it is. is. <laughs>
0: Maybe You're not wrong. Maybe other languages very easy to say. Its signature electric type move, Thunder Cage, fires furious bolts of electricity from its lower half, trapping opponents directly below its cage of lightning. Thunder Cage doesn't only deal damage; the electrified cage will also cause damage every turn for four to five turns to prevent the opponent from fleeing or swapping out. It's literally fire spin. That's all it is.
1: Or whirlpool. But it's right. electric whirl pearl fire
0: spin. I'm getting
2: tired of these multi turn <laughs>
1: moves now.
2: It's like we got one trick here in Sword and Shield, and that's it.
0: Uh it's the Electron Pokemon. It's electric type. It's three feet tall, eleven inches. It weighs three hundred pounds. Uh it has the ability transistor. And then the other one is drago the Dragon Orb Pokemon. It's a dragon type 6'11", Forty pounds with the ability Dragon's Maw. Reggie Drago's body composed of crystallized dragon energy. When Reggie Drago's signature move Drago Dragon Energy, the Pokemon assumes the similar shape of a dragon head. Then the fires the fire then fires intense dragon's energy from its mouth. Then I fires. Thought, I didn't think they dra- ever
2: printed a dragon's energy.
0: You know? <laughs> the more HP the user has remaining, the higher the move's power. So it would be so, similar to like Overheat or Water Spout.
1: Yeah, it's Dragon Water Spout. I, uh, oh, Do we know what Dragon's mod does? N- no. Okay. It's Bite not. Stuff. I, like, I don't recognize it. It's not one that already exists, right?
0: Uh, according to Bulbapedia, the effect is unknown.
1: Okay. New Reggies are cool. Sh- sure. I like the designs.
0: Yeah, they're. They're fine.
1: Then I mean they're not they're, I'm not as excited for them as I am for the birds. I'm all about the birds.
0: That's cuz you're a hardcore Gen 1er.
1: I am. Not Even though my favorite gen is Gen 3,
0: which is when the Reggies were introduced.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought
2: the Re- Reggies were Gen 4.
0: No, Regigigas no. was Gen 4. Yeah. Ah.
1: Cuz he had to get a Relicanth and a Waylord to get into that secret chamber to find out where the Reggies were.
0: Upon arriving to the Crown Tundra, players will encounter. What was his name? Penny? Peony. Peony. Who brought his. This is an
2: Expector gadget here.
0: Who brought his (laughs) (laughs) daughter along on the adventure to find the truth behind legendary Pokemon in the area. Listening isn't his strong suit, and his bold behavior draws attention. He has a kind of kind aside. And plenty of affection for his daughter. I don't think we met his daughter. I don't think no. she was in the trailer.
1: I mean, I think they've shown her, maybe? Like, I think like there's been a bunch of people in that uniform, so it's probably one of them.
0: There's a lot more bullet points here for the Crown Tundra than there were for the thing that comes out in a week. <laughs> Dynamax Adventure. Trainers can team up with three other Pokemon to go on what is called a Dynamax Adventure, where they are able to venture into a Pokemon den and encounter a Dynamax Pokemon. If trainers do encounter a Dynamax Pokemon during their exploration, they will need to work together for a Max Raid battle. Which makes it sound like you can go through a den and not find anything. Trainers will get a, cat, a chance to catch a Dynamax Pokemon for their team. They are triumphant in battle, but they will be kicked out if they, if the, of the den if they lose. Galarian Star Tournament. Once a trainer progresses far enough in their adventure for the Crown Tundra... They will per- be able to participate in the Galarian Star Tournament held in the city of Wyndon. In this tournament, trainers will battle with various characters they met through Sword and Shield, but not just as opponents. They can also pick a teammate and tackle the tournament together. Transfer Bonus in Home Starting Tuesday, June 2nd, if a trainer transfers one or more Pokemon from Pokemon Sword or Shield to the Nintendo Switch version of Home, they will receive a Grookey, Scorbunny, and Sobble with the hidden abilities as Mystery gifts. On the mobile device of Pokemon Home, Grass, uh, Grookey will know Grassy Surge. Bunny will know Libero. Is that how you say it?
2: Libero, yeah.
0: Uh, Saba will know Sniper. They do have set natures. I think like Grookey is adamant and Bunny is timid or something like that. And finally, uh, going on right now is the Gigantic Mac- Gigantamax Festival from June 1st through June 29th. Many different Gigantamax Pokemon will be encountered in Max Raid Battles for Sword and Shield. Snorlax will be featured in both games. Sword will have an increase of Gengar, Kingler, Lapras, Garbodor, Corviknight, Appleton, Amped Form Toxtricity, Centiscorch, Grimmsnarl, Alcremie, and Duraludon. And Gigantamax Pokemon appearing in Shield will be Charizard, Butterfree, Machamp, Orbeetle, Dreadnought, Colossal, Flapple, Sandaconda, Key Form Toxtricity, Hatterene. And Copperaja. and uh, that's it. That's That was the whole trailer. Also, the uh, penalty guy has a new Pokemon on his hat.
2: Peony. Peony. And uh, you missed out on the most important thing, uh, that th- there's a big tree. Yes, there
0: is a big tree. There's a b- possibly very berries. big
1: tree. Shake, 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 shake.
0: Shake up that tree.
1: That's how you get, who's the new legendary in that region? Calyrex? Yeah, Calyrex.
2: Cal- 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 Calamine Lotion.
1: Yeah, shake that tree until it falls out. I'm
0: trying to find a good picture of uh, this dude, but he has like a he has a creature on his hat, which I that, mean could mean nothing. But also, Aracudo was shown in Cramorant's mouth and not announced as a Pokemon at all, and it just appeared in the game. I mean, it was like leaked, but they didn't but like. We knew, a, we knew, we knew that deep down, Cramorant knew what was up. <laughs> This is an audio podcast. If you want to go through the trailer and look at the dude's hat, you can see like a little orange worm thing on his on his hat. It could be nothing, but I feel like they probably wouldn't have made a character. They would probably just put like a word or a, a letter or a symbol and not a creature in a game about collecting creatures. Maybe not. People, I mean,
1: now I'm trying to stop it to see.
0: People seem real more excited about Real more excited. That's a sentence. They seem real more excited about the Crown Tundra. And I don't... Again, this is the comparison of the two. If we're assuming that the Island of Armor is very competitive focus, and maybe most of the people being vocal about this on on social media just don't care about battling as much as they like to... Besides having just a ton of legendary Pokemon to catch in max raid battles, and besides co-op that leads to max raid battles... And besides going through the Champion Cup again through co-op, that's all that the second DLC seems to be offering, which is co-op and which is max raid battles.
2: <laughs> well, and just like you get a new wild
0: area to explore.
1: Yeah. You get and that you the first get, one. And yeah. you get to get all the legends that you've missed.
2: Again.
0: Again.
1: <laughs> well, you missed them before, you see.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the second one is bigger. It just seems like the second one has a different focus. And it just seems like people like that focus more. People like catching legendaries I think more than they like going through a battle tower.
2: I, I agree with this completely. I believe I used to watch a Twitch streamer who would go through wormholes rather than doing any kind of
0: battle <laughs> thing. I like wormholes. We got plenty of time to talk about the Crown Tundra more in depth.
3: When As it actually but, you all, Yes. <laughs>
0: This is also off Pokemon.com Battle Academy. You guys like board games, right?
2: I like tabletop games, yes.
0: Yes. What if the Pokemon Company debuts a new board game with the Pokemon trading card game Battle Academy?
2: I probably won't buy it.
0: Nope. What if I told you the iconic Pokemon trading card game from the Pokemon Company International reimagined as a first ever easy to learn and fun to play family game releasing worldwide on July 31st,
1: 2020.
0: Okay. Uh, maybe. Hey, I do like cards. Does that not look like a new Pokemon, Greg? I mean, it lo- it looks like a Rotom. It looks like yeah, a Galarian I... Amoris. Oh, Amora? got that, yeah. Amora? Amoris? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to say its name.
1: It depends on how you. It could be a stylized letter P. It could be a P. But it's they like gave it P-X. an I. <gasps>
2: It's Galarian Tropius.
1: It's it just could,
0: it's just that they put a lot of effort into his hat, and they did. That looks like a Pokemon.
1: It. They did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of effort in that design for it not to be probably a Galarian form of something. Like I could see an ice type Tropius, or you know, because we're yeah. in the tundra, and
0: like it's it deals frozen with the frozen bananas, or it could okay, just be or, a Order P with an I. or
1: it could just, or it could be. P-O-X-Pox. Well, pox, or X O P, and e,
0: So, yeah. you know. I mean, they didn't have but, to put anything on his hat, but they did. They
1: didn't have to put anything on his hat, but they did. So, I, there is something to be said. I'm just saying. I stopped it and cut it and showed it to you. Okay, so back to this board game that we're not going to buy?
0: Uh Today. Today. The Pokemon Company has announced In a world The Pokemon Trading Card Game Battle Academy The first ever board game adaptation of the Pokemon TCG One of the most beloved and best-selling trading card games in the world Providing everything a quote trainer end quote needs To master the basics of the Pokemon TCG Battle Academy offers fun, family, entertainment Combining strategic Pokemon TCG gameplay within a classic. Not sure how it could be classic. Easy to learn (laughs) family game experience. Let me go on. Known for its beautifully illustrated cards that are fun to collect, trade, and play with. The Pokemon TCG features a vast assortment of product offerings with something for every trainer. From casual collector... ...to avid competitor. Now, with the introduction of Battle Academy, there is more an accessible option for as- aspiring players. Let me go on. The, uh, <laughs> have I not sold you yet? You're going to have to, and now You're
1: going to have to keep going on, because... The
0: quote, quote, The Battle Academy is designed to be easy to learn and fun to play for all types of trainers, including children and parents... That may be new to the Pokemon TCG and, quote said J.C. Smith, who is the senior director of consumer marketing at the Pokemon Company International. Consumer of marketing. How could they lie to us? <laughs> J.C. Smith also says quote Pokemon has unique ability to bring people together. That is true. That's true. We look forward to seeing families enjoy Battle Academy at their next game night as parents bond with their kids over one of their favorite entertainment brands and collectible Pokemon TCG cards, end quote.
2: I will say the good thing about this, my hope for this, is that All of my friends who have children and then those children get to be about six years old and then they buy them packs of Pokemon cards and then they call me up and they're like, how am I actually supposed to play this game? We just flip them over and whoever has the highest number wins. They'll stop calling me and I'll be like, just go get this board game and it'll explain everything. Leave me alone.
0: You know what would also solve that problem? If they would put the Pokemon. Turning off my phone, not answering phone calls at all. (laughs) on, make a mobile simple version on the phone. Teach people the rules. You and your mobile. Too much screen time for
2: children (laughs) is bad. No. Oh,
0: that's true. We've we've gotten to learn so much about Battle Academy, but there's more to learn. Each Battle Academy box will come with a two player game board, three 60 card decks, a tutorial guide, and gameplay accessories. It will also come with a code card. That will allow trainers to enjoy the Pokemon TCG digitally through the free-to-play Pokemon Trading Card Game online app on iOS and Android. That is a lie. It is on iPad OS, which is a different OS than iOS.
2: good lord. Go back in your hole. Well,
0: as (laughs) Pokemon.com. Launching around the world, July 31st, 2020, Battle Academy will be available uh, uh, widely available at participating mass and hobby retailers, as well as online retailers including PokemonCenter.com, the premier destination for official high-quality Pokemon merchandise in the U.S. In addition, trainers in the U.S. will be able to grab Battle Academy as early as June twenty first 2020 exclusively at target stores yeah and online at target.com
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I will um go yeah. to my local yeah.
2: board game retailer
0: it looks like target. the three decks are a Charizard deck, a mewtwo deck, and a Pikachu deck
2: that sounds about right
0: yeah those those sound like the three <laughs> <Yep>. Pokemon <laughs> that yep. every mother knows <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why does Charizard GX have two hundred and fifty HP?
0: Hey, we're pushing three hundred and thirty HP in the actual TCG.
1: But the Raichu GX has two ten, and the Mewtwo GX has one hundred and eighty, and those two also do a lot less damage. Why would you play? Any, why would you not always play Charizard? Because the kid, Charizard GX does three hundred damage. There
2: might be other cards in there. Those,
0: 'Cause well, Mewtwo's a basic Pokemon. Charizard, you know, is a level two stage two. You gotta you gotta get to Charizard. Probably not. I'm sure they're all probably basic Pokemon.
1: Well, it says Raichu G X is a stage one. Charizard GX is stage two. Okay, yeah, Mewtwo yeah. yeah. GX is That's basic. Usually
0: why? A a stage two usually has dramatically more HP and more attack because it takes effort to get there.
2: Yeah. Um like, cause rare candy's out, right? Uh yeah. There you go. You have to go through the full stages of evolution to get there, which the other ones don't have to do.
1: Gotcha. But, like, does the damage, like, does the fact that Mewtwo GX has a basic Pokemon's GX do 120 damage and it's regular does 110? Is that, like, still part of the bloat, or? 180
0: for a basic Pokémon?
1: 180 HP, its main attack is 110, and its GX attack is 120.
0: That makes sense. I mean, that's kind of where all GXs are at at this point. So that seems on par.
1: For two psychic energy and a colorless.
0: We talked about the new Gigantamax. We talked about the hidden ability Pokemon. We talked about the board game. Uh, That leads us with this uh, last bit of news here. Two parts, though. Uh, first part is off Shaq news. There was actually not a lot of people that covered this, although if you follow Pokemon Twitter, you probably saw. The Pokemon company donates $200,000 to combat social injustices. Injustices. I think I said that wrong the first yeah. time. Uh, the Pokemon company, the corporation behind one of the world's most popular and most recognizable franchises in pop culture, has stepped forward to give their stance... On the systemic racism presented in America, following the murder of George Floyd in May of 2020, protests have been taking place around the world. The social backlash has has caused numerous companies and corporations to speak out and even donate money. The Pokemon Company has voiced their support of the Black Lives Matter movement and pledged to donate to the cause. The Pokemon Company took their official Twitter to share the statement: "Quote: We stand in solidarity with our Black employees." fans, and families who continue to be impacted by racism and senseless violence, the company said in its post. This reflects the sentiment shared by many others around the industry. Nintendo, a co-publisher of the Pokemon franchise, made a similar statement. Not only did the Pokemon company confirm their stance on the ongoing crisis, they announced to donate towards the support. Pokemon has donated $100,000 to an NAACP and another $100,000 to Black Lives Matter. It's always reassuring to see major companies not only plant their flag on a somewhat controversial issue I don't think there's any controversy about not liking getting rid of racism, but okay. Uh, But use their money and platform to back these stances. EA also announced a million dollar donation as long uh, and matching employee donations by 200%. Gotta get those buzzwords in there. Gotta get that EA... Yeah, not buzzwords uh, click click throughs. Uh, So that's I I think one. It made my day to see one of my favorite companies support a good cause. Uh, But also, I think the impressive thing here is that we all know or if you've been listening to this podcast and we've known various people to work with the Pokemon company, to work at the Pokemon company, to work around the Pokemon company. They are very very slow on things, and yes, they yep. are. <laughs> that is true. Yes, they are. And in order to get anything approved, say whether it's the UK office or the the Washington office, everything still has to go through Japan. And so the 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 protests and all that stuff kind of really hit the news mainstream. The like twenty
1: yeah. 29th, 30th, right around there is when everybody was talking about it.
0: They made this announcement on the 3rd, I believe. Yep. Somehow, to the team at the Pokemon Company, they were able to get that message to Japan, get it approved, and come mm-hmm. back and post mm-hmm. it in what is probably record time. There's not record a- time for them. Absolutely. For them.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: There's not there's maybe a small chance that they didn't need Japan's approval, but I don't I think they needed. A uh, yeah, for two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they needed Japan's approval and they needed Japan's lawyers to sign off on it, as well as all the American lawyers. Like, there's so many layers corporations have to go through to get a message out.
0: So that's awesome. Let's uh But not a lot of uh not a lot of news sites pick that up. I don't know if they need to. I mean, like I think most most companies are
1: are yeah. Donating oh
2: yeah, this is, to this is charity a to... needle in a haystack at this point in time. yeah, so. I, I
1: just don't think like news outlets are looking at Pokemon as as the scoop to get. I think they're looking at all the really bigger companies that hit many 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 people. Like Well, it's I, still great.
0: I think I think this got passed up because of um Pokemon Go's donation.
1: Yeah, Neantic.
0: And that's 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 What's what up? the news sites use. They use the word Pokemon Go will donate because that is that's the click through you want, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, what it's you
2: just want. like completely ignoring the Harry Potter Wizards Unite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I pulled this from hypebeast.com. Pokemon Go will donate 5 million USD minimum from Go Fest ticket sales and the company will match uh employee donations to the Marsha P Johnson Institute. Yeah. Um so this is actually Neantic donating the money.
1: Yeah. I mean I'm on their press release. I think it's something quite remarkable that Neantic didn't do the Trevor project. I mean they they're donating 100 100,000 to the Marsha P Johnson Institute which n- never gets love. Like yeah, I, I appreciate that. People don't talk about it, but, like, black trans people, like, if you want to talk about every card stacked against you and nobody paying attention to your needs, like, the fact that they have called that out in their giant press release, like, makes me appreciate the people that work at Niantic so much to pick such a vital charity in addition to what they're already doing.
0: Their press release is very long.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Which they also didn't need to do. And it's it's a very good press release. Uh, We
0: won't go through the whole thing. Uh, The statement that Hypebeast pulled, which I will read here, is... The work to follow through will require years of effort to yield the impact we seek. The hearts of Niantic is our community of players. It is imperative that we stand up to support black trainers, agents, and wizards. We aim to be a force of change committed to the long road ahead of rebuilding... A more just and fair system where all are welcomed, valued, and have a fair chance of success. And then it says, we will be donating Niantic's proceeds from Pokemon Go Fest ticket sales, committing a minimum of $5 million USD. Niantic's head, John Hankey, wrote in a statement posted on Twitter, half of the proceeds donated will be used to fund new projects. Projects form from Black Gaming and AR Creators that can live on the Antix platform with the ultimate goal of increasing content that represents a more diverse view on the world. The statement continues. The other half will go to a U.S. nonprofit organizations that are helping communities rebuild. Hankey stated the company will also commit several to several employee efforts, including uh, apprenticeships leading to permanent positions, ally training, scholarship support, and employee volunteer days. And then uh, Greg brought up the Marshall Key Johnson. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go Fest 2020 will be conducted as a virtual event in July due to COVID-19, uh, which is still a thing, as opposed to the usual in-person meetups that attract thousands of players. Beast does mention this is not the first di- donation from Niantic. They are known for matching donations of fans contributing to support the STEM project. Uh, I'm not sure when that when that was. But yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know if 5 million people are going to buy GoFest tickets, but I also don't expect GoFest tickets to be $1.
2: I think 5 million people since it's a stay at home GoFest will buy. Yeah. It's worldwide and yeah, I mean you're right. It's going to be like minimum
1: $10. Yeah, I mean it's $10 probably, right? Cuz the the Time Research one is 7.99 and I'm already mad at that even though I got it for free. How am I supposed to do fifteen raids and hatch fifteen eggs? Hey, let's do one
2: raid a day. We're we're gonna go like to the park again.
1: Okay, okay, good on them.
2: Well, yeah. The only other thing I would say is I appreciate that they said apprenticeships since internships is uh you know actually becomes a racial issue. So yeah, that's like apprenticeships that turn into jobs. That's a great thing.
0: Uh, I believe uh, Square Enix donated. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I think Lego donated like four million.
1: Lego Lego did so many amazing things. I did not expect Lego to do. I, I look
0: it up. I don't I'm sure there are other big gaming companies that I'm not following that have donated money. Oh yeah,
3: lots a, of groups a, and a organizations, yes.
1: Uh and even there are a ton of us independent game makers who are are donating our time and money. So there's a lot out there if you want to take a look.
0: Uh and again if you're looking to donate and you don't know where to go even if it's like 5 bucks our our charity color of change that we have donated to ends on Friday and that's in the show notes. So thank you to everyone who has donated so far. I think that's uh I think that's it for news. I think we got through it all. Yep. Which brings us to Pokemon of the Week. We don't have a question of the week? Oh, sorry, question of the week. We do have a question of the week.
1: Hello, William. Hello, Steve. I want the c- 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 question of the week.
2: I feel you're like you're making fun of me. I'm not. Oh, wait, you weren't in that conversation. Okay. What
0: conversation? <laughs> Very confused. What conversation?
2: Don't, don't worry about it. Don't, don't need to bring up my own now. personal confusions of me, you know, confusing former female rockers
0: mm. and, and who they were. Uh, oh, I missed, some, I missed some news earlier. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> Too late! This is yeah. Drew well, and our... Is, is,
2: the, is the news that Joan Jett is not the same person as Pat Benatar? <laughs> because there you go. <laughs> oh, no! Stop, stop, no. come on!
0: Drew in our Slack community uh, did post that the gift hidden ability starters can be shiny. You cannot reset for them. Once you redeem them, you've redeemed them. And then Chris from our Slack community was the one that sent in the Battle Academy news. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Drew. And Andrew in our Slack community has posted a very large life over life-size Psyduck that is purchasable, which leads us to our question of the week. From Catherine, very large Pokemon stuffed animals have been coming out, such as life-size Psyduck.
1: Love that Psyduck. What thing. other
0: Pokemon would you see like to get a life-size or just a really really
1: big plush? I want a life-size Geodude.
3: Oh, you can I think give it hugs. You can give
1: it hugs. It'd be like, you know, the wraparound pillows. Love it. I would love that so much.
2: I think, hmm, but you know, I'm not familiar with everybody's height and weight ratios. That's that's kind of like <laughs> that can be scary, you know. Like if you if you pick the wrong one, and all of a sudden you've got like right outside the window of your fifth floor apartment, you know, a, a Morus or something <laughs> a way standing Lord there, life size. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, ugh. I mean, we all know Will Anderson doesn't like stuffed animals, so that's an issue. But I do use stuffed animals to decorate my bed after I've made my bed. What would kind of fit right into that niche?
1: Life-size.
2: Life-size, but still, like, you could put it on your bed as a decoration. I already have a Flabebe that does that. Hmm. Greg, give me some advice. I mean, wait. What
1: what about... Um, A life-size
2: Rabambi would be real
1: tiny, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be very... Well, not, maybe not the Rabambi. It would still be tiny, though.
2: Let me see what the stats are for Rabambi to see.
1: Uh, um... Nope. Real small.
2: Well, How small is real small? <laughs>
1: uh... Eight inches, I think. Oh, not... Uh, not yeah, eight inches.
2: Height is... Eight inches, but it's one pound?
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. It's tiny.
3: I mean, about... eight inches is
1: not, is, is decoration form, I guess. What about I... uh, Sylveon? How big is Sylveon?
2: Yeah, but I mean, having a stuffed Sylveon, it's got the, the, the
1: ribbons, ribbons.
2: everywhere. Yeah.
1: What about a stuffed Glaceon?
2: That's too cold.
1: What about hard. a stuffed Leafeon?
2: That's too ugly.
1: <gasps> <sighs> what about
2: a- <clears throat> we've already I'm got about stuffed a- EVs. We gotta we gotta get out of the, the, the realm of things that people have already experienced.
1: How about for Drew Halucha?
2: For Andrew, uh, yes two feet tall. I think that's that would be quite I, I agree. I that I would select that for them.
1: Hmm. But for Cuba. me,
2: for William. Where can we... A rock ruff? I mean, it's chunky. It's a little cute puppy. How big is
1: Volcarona?
2: True. I think it's actually quite large.
1: It's five feet tall. That's doable.
2: I will take a five foot tall Volcarona. Yes.
0: Steve? Cramorant. Yeah, we knew that was coming. Life size? No, not life size.
1: I don't wow. know how big is
0: Crammerant. is isn't he like two
1: feet tall? Orant, yeah, okay,
0: Crammerant is two feet tall, two feet, two feet
1: tall seven, seven, seven inches, inches. thirty nine pounds. With now, would you want it? Would you want your life size to have a mouth that you can open to shove other plushes into? Oh, oh yeah,
2: that would be so cool. <laughs>
1: oh yeah.
2: And you store all your plushes in its belly, and then you squeeze
0: it, and they come up.
1: Yeah, I got all the ideas. The DLC Pokemon Company.
0: The DLC could give us a chance of Cramorant having its own Gigantamax form.
1: Could. Won't. Could. Probably not.
0: Uh, What's our Pokemon of the Week?
2: All right, well, the previous Pokemon of the Week was summed up in one sentence, and I will read that sentence back to you again. My Pokedex oof, We're <laughs> off to a bad start. <laughs> My Pokedex indicates that on july twenty second, twenty seventeen, I was walking down South Michigan Avenue to meet up with SBJ at Burger Bar, Chicago, where the air conditioning was not working, for a local fan event when I was told that this psychic flying type quasi bird had been spotted above Buckingham Fountain, which seemed appropriate, as it is known as the Lord of the Seas.
1: It's Lugia. It is isn't it Lugia? Is it?
2: It what? it is Lugia.
1: Yes. What is <laughs> What's happening? Why I is mean, this I
2: mean, Steve did say at the end of last week that he knew it already. It's true. But and he's, he was also there.
1: I so. known. he's known a bunch of them and never said them right. <laughs> it's I true I usually do know the answer. Don't <laughs> don't reveal
2: supposedly
1: Nothing, the world doesn't work anymore.
2: Well, new times, new days.
1: Okay, here, I'll do it. It's Joan Jett.
2: <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> stop. That's so mean. <laughs> Look, 80s rocker uh, it, ladies, you know, you know, I was young.
1: I, I get it, I get it. What's our, what's, our, what's our trivia?
0: Lugia was we actually have- uh, created for the movie, not for the games. And yet it was in the games. Yes. So Lugia was created by Takahashi Shudo for the second movie. He was surprised to learn that Lugia was then used <laughs> in the games and put in the anime.
2: Why, why would you not? And there was a baby Lugia in the anime, too.
0: Why would you mm.
2: Why would you have Pokemon that you couldn't have in the games? That just seems so counterproductive.
0: What? Because I, it it well, I don't know. It goes to the whole. Th- There's like a bunch of Pokemon fans and their mental gym- gymnastics of how like the games are like the most important part of the series. When in reality, right. Pokemon w- would long survive, never releasing another game again.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, just like the uh, the anime unveiled the uh, Togepi first.
2: And um, for the people who need help picking apart uh, the clue, um, July 22nd, 2017 was the first Pokemon Go Fest, and they released Lugia after the Go Fest was... After the disastered. Yes.
0: I think, well, I think Lugia was always supposed to be released that day.
2: Yes. And um, it is Lord of the Seas because ho is Lord of the Skies.
0: Which makes no sense because Lugia is not water type. In the beginning of no, Soul I know silver, that underwater. I know that he's swimming underwater. It doesn't still.
2: And Sinistee still doesn't have skulls. Scald. So yes. the book, chaos and disorder everywhere you look.
0: Before,
1: please before, <laughs> fix it.
0: Before the introduction of gold and silver, Lugia was known as Pokemon X.
1: And <inaudible> in the
0: in the anime, Doctor Namba. Yes, everyone remembers Dr. Namba from the anime. You don't? Uh, also refers to Lugia as Pokemon X. Perhaps, coincidentally, it is known as codename XD-001 in XD Gale of Darkness.
1: An amazing game.
0: Hmm. Interesting. In gold and silver, Lugia, like Ho-Oh, has the same encounter music as a normal wild Pokemon. Ripoff. That was true with the legendary Pokemon Raikou, Entei, and Suicune before they received unique music in Crystal. However, Lugia and Ho-Oh got their own unique music in Harkold Soul SoulSilver. Despite not being a water type, Lugia is usually depicted as a water type <laughs> in the Pokemon trading card game.
2: Oh, that's true.
0: Lugia's shiny form shown in Pokemon Stadium 2 is green rather than pink. <laughs> I like Lugia. Yeah, I liked Lugia more as a kid than Ho-Oh, and now I realize that I was wrong as a kid, and Ho-Oh is significantly better.
1: I my only issue with
0: Lugia is that it looks real weird.
1: The shuffle icon's real great. Why? Okay, why? Okay, back up. Why were you wrong? Why is Ho-Oh better?
0: Because Ho-Oh can make rainbows. What can Lugia do? Nothing.
1: Control the sea.
0: Well, nah, if I needed something to control the sea, I'll call my boy Kyogre.
1: He makes things rain.
0: Yeah, I'm alright with that. Look, I'm already in the sea. I'm already wet. <laughs> huh? I mean, you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna say you're right either. <laughs> you like Lugia more than Ho? It's Gen 2. I don't like either yeah. one of them. Yeah, I think
2: it's pretty <laughs> much equal fine. for both of them.
1: I li- Okay, I will say this. I like Ho-Oh's shiny form better.
0: Yeah, it does have a good shiny.
1: It's got a good shiny. It's got a terrible shuffle icon, though. But it's got a real good shiny.
0: I wish Bulbapedia showed a picture of uh, what it looked like in um, Stadium. I kind of want to see this green one. I'm sure you can find it on the
2: internet somewhere, or you know, just play Pokemon Stadium.
0: Ugh, oh, that's a lot. Mm.
2: Until you get yeah, the shiny. Not,
0: that's
1: no, that's not. All be. right, what's anybody's going to do? What's uh, what's
0: our Pokemon next week?
2: Boto-gib of the week for this week. Uh, okay, it is. Um, uh, I, I feel like I need to explain myself, but I don't feel like I can explain myself. So you either get it or you don't. I might say that's produced by Rick Rubin. That may mean something to you. It may not. But uh, here we go. I tried. If you have clam pearl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 Pokemon, but Oddish ain't one. I've got sheer force. It's hidden, of course. Got Hyper Cutter or sh- Shell Armor without remorse. Some critics claim my claw has HP to 10K. I eat shelter and cloister, so what can they say? If you grew up so crabby, your mood is too low. At level 16, you learn protect to bounce on a foe. I'll give crab hammer, Razor Shell, and Guillotine a go. That's definitely a way to strong-arm you, though. I'm in Ash's party on an afternoon show, but I've seen Giovanni's gym, too, you know. Electric types try, I'll give them a pass. And grass types maybe could faint me with sass. But groundies, I don't know what you take me as. Or fires, you'll find that you'll come in last. I only have one type, if you find that fun. I got 99 Pokemon, but oddish ain't one. 99 Pokemon, but oddish ain't one. If you have clam pearl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 Pokemon, but oddish ain't one. There you go. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 oh, that took so much work! <laughs>
1: oh, oh boy!
0: <laughs> All right, well, we will be back next week—the last week before Isle of Armor.
1: Yay! So uh,
0: I don't know if we'll get any more information. Maybe.
1: No, I, I, maybe the no, um, no,
2: no, no, it's coming out no. in a week.
0: We also don't know how it's releasing. Uh
2: you, it uh, magically appears on your switch. Ba-ding.
0: Yeah, but is it going to is it going to go by region or is it just going to unlock for everyone or I don't I don't
2: know. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Midnight in your region or midnight P S. I
0: I think when I was asking my Twitch chat they were saying for Smash it just unlocked for everyone at the same time, and it was yeah, like I, I 8 p.m. That. at night, or something uh, for U.S. So I yeah, I don't 100 percent know. Yes, the
2: one U.S. time zone.
0: Yes,, 8, yeah, 8 p.m. for all of the US. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how it's releasing. What I do know is uh, I am planning on streaming it when it comes out on the 17th. And I normally start my new game streams at noon. I know a lot of people will stream or start playing at midnight, which is cool. But I like that if people want to watch me on Twitch, uh, I like that they're already ahead of me. So then they feel comfortable watching and they don't have to worry about spoilers. You're playing at midnight. That's awesome because then when you come into stream, you'll probably be ahead of me and uh, you can yell at me that I missed a million things. Uh, But that's all I got. That's it. That's our podcast. If you want to find Greg on Twitter at White Wing Will at Wash in the Sink, I am at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the Twitter on podcast. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at PKMNCAST. Patreon in the show notes. Charity in the show notes. Uh, whatever else is in the show notes. Uh, I think that's it. That's our episode. Thank you guys for listening and making it to the end. We'll see you next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are. Super effective.
1: Super cramo vacuum weird thing. Make no. your own, kids.
2: be scientific home craft projects for the summer
1: summer projects build a Kramovac and post it on twitter so we can see it
0: I want to take a second to thank the producers of this episode Kevin, Sawyer Potato, Raiton, Liam Courtney, Casey Kay, Noah, Patrick Jetsy, Catherine and Matthew and to our executive producer Anthony Thank you so much for your support of It's Super Effective. We couldn't do it without you and all the other listeners of our podcast. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to cash, Join our Patreon, join our Slack, support our show so we can continue doing this years in the future. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.